Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas. Chilling with Quillen. Curtis Quillen, Channel 6 Sports Director. He's getting ready to anchor the coverage this evening. He's had folks out in the field. I tell you, uh, Nikki, Matt, I mean, it's a uh, they've really been hard at it lately. In fact, I've suggested they do a, uh, well, they do a uh, morning show. I mean, those two really, Curtis, they, they've, got, they've got a lot of pep, a lot of personality. So I, I don't know what the morning situation is in uh, Central Texas these days, but keep that in mind, okay? Because they've got a lot of energy between them. I will. I'm very fortunate to have uh, a coworkers that are as driven and as energetic as them because there's times where I have to, you know, tell them it is okay to take a nap on this flight that, uh, you know, we can, we're done with work. You, you can, you can calm down a little bit, but no, they're, they're really great to work with and uh, super proud of uh, the way they handled the, their coverage last weekend with the Baylor Kansas game, and uh, they'll be they'll be handling our coverage next week at the Big Twelve tournament. So uh, expect some very uh, energetic, less gimmicky than when I went the last time and embarrassed myself on TV inside the college basketball experience. <laughs> Remind us, what did you do? I, I may have missed this. What what did uh, what did you do that you felt was embarrassing? Uh, I just played basketball, and uh, I don't know if you know this, Matt. I played in high school. Uh, that was a long time ago, and so I had already been out of high school. Ooh, six years, seven, almost yeah. seven years. Whenever uh, we went and shot that story, and so uh, I was not the athlete that I was seven years <laughs> prior, and uh, I uh, I missed some easy jumpers and uh, embarrassed myself on like the little. Uh, they had these little step stools, and it went seven, eight, nine, ten foot, uh, and you could try to dunk it, and uh, I didn't even try on the ten because um, it was it was rough on the nine foot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I tell you, I'll be in Kansas City, so I'll uh, I'll have to. Uh, and I, I imagine uh, they'll be right over there at the Media Hotel. Uh, we're uh, sending uh, more, John Morris and I, voice of the Bears and Mosley, headed to Kansas City. Curtis, I was hoping you would come, but uh, you seem to be uh, very benevolent, and uh, you let your teammates go. And if I know you, you'll probably show up at the NCAA tournament. And uh, and that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun coming up. Uh, wasn't that cool today? To um, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing about Flo Thamba and his family oh, getting to see his family for the first time in so many years. Uh, Flo is from uh, the Republic of uh, Congo, uh, and I mean, it, it his hadn't seen his sister in ten years, and and she's in town. And then his family's going to be here for senior day. What a, I don't know how I would go out and play. I mean, you talk about just incredibly emotional uh, to, uh, to, ha- to get to see his family for the first time in so many years. Isn't that, a, isn't that a, another just a tremendous story heading into this big uh, game tomorrow against Iowa State? Oh, it's, a, it's the story of the game. I mean, I think Baylor's locked into a top two seed no matter what happens tomorrow. And, uh, it's locked into a, probably a top two seed in the Big 12 tournament. I haven't done the complete math on that, but I would imagine so. I mean, that's the story of the game. Like, you listen to the soundbite, you, you, you read the quote, and you can't help but feel emotional for Flo Thamba. And, uh, in the last few years, one thing that I've noticed about Flo is when, he's, when he has that emotional drive uh, in a game is when he almost plays his best. And think of, I want to think about that Texas game 
uh, in Waco a few weeks ago, Matt. I mean, it's so easy for an entire team to just, oh my gosh, we just lost our sixth man. We just lost, lost our spark off the bench. We just lost the guy who, who, who he's the smile who keeps everybody focused day in and day yeah. out. Uh, Jonathan Chamwachachwa is, and Flotamba shined in that game, especially after uh, John got hurt. And, uh, you know, his, my goodness, would that have been his freshman or his sophomore year when they played Tennessee Martin down in Houston and, you know, he gets his chance. He gets to go out there and play major minutes, and he uh, he shined. That was kind of his coming out party was that game uh, December of 2019. And so this is this is a guy who it, he seems to capitalize on more opportunities than he lets uh, slide by him. But you cannot hear the soundbite about him getting to see his family for the first time in 10 years. Matt, I would go crazy if I didn't see my family for a month. Yeah, I'm only two and a half hours away. Like I love my family and I'm super close with them. Ten years, my goodness. Yeah, I talked to some of your family members and they've asked that you maybe not make as many trips home as you do. Uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh man! I think my mom. Uh, my mom <laughs> joked with me one time, like, "Oh, uh, before my fiance and I got engaged, she goes, oh, I'm so glad that my daughter brought her boyfriend home.'" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I think she like I think she uh, halfway jokingly and I have to say halfway because it makes me feel better uh, likes my fiance coming down better than she likes me being there. Well, I mean, you work so hard and all that. That what happens is, especially from a small town like I'm from too. I mean, I, you know, I I got married pretty young at age 25, and even in my little small town, they're like, "Hey, what's going on with Matt? Why is he not married yet?" So when you started bringing, uh, not that they didn't love your fiance, but they were also just happy, you know. Hey, look, he's gonna get. Looks like he's gonna get married. So they uh, they're they're rooting they're rooting you on in that area. Talking to Curtis Quillen from Channel Six. Now Curtis uh, and the women, by the way, have a big one on Sunday. That's two o'clock, and that's a post church situation. You could um, if if your pastor lets you out on time, you can just. Yeah, pretty quick lunch. I do a quick lunch and then get over there to the Farrell Center because they're going to be doing some neat uh, senior. And and Curtis, this is uh, this is pretty uh, big moment for I mean to say goodbye to Queen Egbo. Um, I mean it, this is uh, is it Caitlin? Is this Caitlin too? Uh, Nalissa. I mean this is a this is a tremendous group that they've had, and I think. Uh, I think hopefully a lot of people, a lot of Baylor fans, will be out there to uh, to pay their respects uh, uh, as they uh, a big time senior senior day uh, uh, ceremony. This is uh, kind of an emotional day for the program because this is that star-studded 2019 recruiting class: mm-hmm. Melissa Smith, Queen Egbo, Caitlin Bickle, and they all stuck around with the change uh, last uh, last spring when. Uh, Kim Mulkey left the coach who recruited them and they stayed for, for, uh, for Nikki Collin. And, you know, they, they all had their different reasons, you know, uh, for Melissa, it was, I want to be close to family for queen Egbo. It was, I want to go pro and this is going to give me that, that opportunity. Um, and for Bickle, it was okay. I'm comfortable. I like it. Like I, I like where we're going. And so this is, it, it's absolutely an enormous game. Is it against the best opponent in the world? No, Texas Tech's not going to go out and win a national championship. Sorry to uh, break that news to everybody. But, I mean, to win a, what, what would this be, five straight outright Big 12 Conference championships? 
uh, since splitting it with Texas back in 2017. And so you can't help yeah. but uh, understand the value of that, and especially when you factor in that for the first time in 22 years, Baylor starts 0-2 in Big 12 play. For the first time in 22 years, there's a Big 12 champion uh, in the regular season that started conference play 0-2. Like, there's so much history to this game. It's Baylor's first women's basketball Big 12 championship without Kim Mulkey on the sideline. Like, so much change, so much uh, change in style of play, so much change in style of coaching, and so much change in depth of the roster. There were games uh, in the Mulkey era, they'd go 10 deep during Big 12 play, but they just don't have – it's not that they uh, don't want to go 10 deep. They don't have 10 players to be able to go 10 deep this time, and they it hasn't been an issue for them except maybe once or twice, and we know how, but they've been able to find ways around it. You know, Queen Egbo gets in foul trouble at Iowa State Monday night, and they work a way around it and still win a Big 12 championship. And so you have to really respect the way that they've navigated this season, and at some point you just have to go celebrate it because, uh, as my high school basketball coach said, it can be ugly, but at the end of the day, a win is a win. And this team, especially in the last 15 games, Matt, has found a way to win. Yeah, they have. And uh, you brought up Kim. I mean, that's uh, that's fascinating to, for me to think about uh, the job she's done at LSU, too. I mean, in, in some ways, they've both done remarkable jobs because following Kim is ridiculously hard, awkward, everything that goes around, uh, along with it. I think Nikki's navigated it in a, in a tremendous way. And now you have the number five team in Baylor and in number six LSU. I mean, what Kim's done, I mean, you know, Kim should be up for national coach of the year because that team won like seven or eight games last year. And so, uh, you know, and and of course, we're going to have quite a story on our hands, Curtis, if those two meet in the tournament, you know, and again, yeah. Honestly, I hope they get put in the same regional because, oh, man, could you imagine some of the tension in that building? And, uh, I, you know, Kim will be the first to miss. She had 21 great years, and you heard it during her press conference after beating uh, Gary Blair and Texas A&M in College Station on Super Bowl Sunday. You have to – you can hear it in her voice. And, you know, she had 21 great years uh, in Waco. But it's time for that new chapter, and – She's doing a great job. You have to, I mean, you, you said it right there. I mean, that's a LSU team that was, you know, for lack of a better, uh, for lack of a more delicate way of putting it, Matt, kind of bad last year and they're playing really good basketball now. So uh, you have to tip your hat to Kim and you have to admit that that would be a lot of fun to see the NCAA uh, put them both in the same regional and, uh, insert the uh, selection committee quote here and go ahead and put it in now. If we don't base it on storylines, whatever, <laughs> TV ratings for that game will be through the roof. Yeah, it would be wild. Now, real quick, where are y'all, uh, where, where are you sending folks um, tonight? Uh, I'm just thinking about uh, uh, some of these high school basketball matchups. I was looking at. Um, well, there was one that caught my eye. Well, it's my alma mater's actually playing at uh, um, at Texas A&M Commerce tonight. Uh, uh, Kaufman playing some charter school called Faith Family, which is basically a hoops factory. The um, the mm-hmm. Fairfield uh, I, I, there was there was one of these games that got my attention. Where where our 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 women our our girls team that's headed back to the uh, to the state title. Bring us up to date a little bit on our high school's basketball scene. 
Yeah, so two Central Texas girls teams were in the state tournament. Uh, Fairfield dominated the semifinal yesterday. They'll play for a state title uh, tomorrow. I want to wow. say that's going to be the wow. third straight year they're in the title game. Um, yeah. And then San Saba lost in the semifinals this morning. Just kind of got overwhelmed by a really good Groover team. Uh, so the Lady Dillo season is over. Tonight, two boys games on the docket. Uh, one in Lufkin, USA, sir. That would be the Connolly Cadets facing Kelsey. Yes. That's the 4A Boys Region 3 tournament. Uh, Nikki Laterulo will be in Hewitt tonight for the 3A Boys Region 3 tournament. She'll be there uh, at the Lorena game tip at 730 inside the Midway High School gym. Uh, Matt, when you and I get off the phone here in a second, I'm running down to Belton for the first round of the NCAA Division III men's tournament. Uh, I'm going to go shoot a few highlights of the uh, UMHB game against Chapman um, in the first round and see if the crew can advance on the bracket. First time the crew have been in the NCAA tournament in nine years. Uh, The last time the UMHB men made it, Matt, they played for a national championship. Wow. I mean, what, that's what we do around here. We win national titles. Uh, Mary Harden Baylor does that. We, we win state titles. Anything Lorena gets involved mm-hmm. in, they usually win it all, and, uh, and we celebrate those titles. And, uh, well, I appreciate it. It was, uh, it was fun to visit with you, Curtis. Safe travels, and uh, hope to see you at one of these upcoming events, all right? I appreciate you, my man. I will, uh, I will talk to you later. Okay, sounds good. That is chillin' with Quillin'. Now, tell you what, 